This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose, and I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me. How you doing this Sunday morning, Shay? Doing great. Happy Sunday. Blessed to be here. Yes, sir. And we have another message from Pastor Darius of the Change Church, mm-hmm. and we're going to give you our practical breakdown. Thank you, Pastor Darius, for this message on this beautiful Sunday. You always show up and show out, and we are appreciative of your work and the role that you play in our lives and, mm-hmm. and being of service on our spiritual journey. Now, without further ado, the title of this message today is There's More. There's More. And it came from Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. Mm-hmm. And my few speaking points for today, uh, I want to go through these two and then we'll start the discussion. So these two points stood out to me from Pastor Darius. Resilience transcends insecurity. The enemy isn't concerned with what you can be. They're concerned with who you are now. Mm. The second one is you need to continue to develop discernment so you know who to listen to and who not to at certain moments. Yes. So Pastor Darius was on a roll again this morning, man. And he's Mm. always intricate in my day-to-day thinking process, man, because... The way he articulates his messages send me on a roller coaster ride of unpacking mentally and mental thoughts. And when he said, resilience transcends insecurity, and that's just my practical breakdown. He gave a um, elongated passage, but I summed it up as that. Resilience transcends insecurity. And the pastor was speaking on, if you just fight through some of the stuff, even your goods and the bads, Mm -hmm. you still come out on top, and it goes back to uh, previous podcasts where I said I don't take uh, losses, I take learning experiences. Yes. And um, that's all that is. The more resilient you are, you can surpass and transcend your insecurities, but when we don't see ourselves as being able to do so, we get stuck in these realms in which insecurities and depression rules. And um, I've been there before, and as an athlete, it's like... um. A good play, bad play. I play cornerback. So it's four quarters in the game. I might give up a catch. I might knock down or intercept the ball. But it's in a process sequence in first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. So first quarter could go good. Second quarter could go bad. So on and so forth. The process. And what Pastor was talking about, principles. And he also had this unpacking. He said, you don't get all things through just prayer. You must know how to apply principles. That's That goes into my breakdown and my opening of this discussion. In those moments, my resilience transcended my insecurity, but I also had an understanding of the principles that go into it. Yeah. If I get beat once, I don't get beat on that same route again. Come on. Or it ain't as easy to beat me on that same route. But the average regular player would get continue to get beat because he's not understanding why he got beat and he's not understanding 
or developing the understanding that, okay, I can't get beat like that again. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we overthink things and we're not thinking about the exact thing that needs to be handled, the, that, the exact thing that needs to be done because we don't really know and we're confused and we're emotional. So the regular cornerback getting beat, man, I can't believe I got beat, gets beat again. Jonathan Rose getting beat, ah, oh, man, I got beat on that hitch route. Okay, second and long, I'm, I'm, I'm processing. I'm breaking down the process. I'm not feeling the emotion of the thing that happened. Yep. If y'all staying with me, the mm -hmm. pastor was just trying to get us out of our emotions today. And as we unpack, you'll learn a little bit more. So I want Shana to unpack a few of her thoughts from this morning's message. I want to talk about what you just talked about when mm -hmm. you said resilience surpasses insecurities. Transcends. Transcends insecurities, mm -hmm. even a better word than I had, because I think that's absolutely right. And I didn't write that down, but I'm glad you did because it has me thinking about pushing through all the hard times mm -hmm. no longer lets when a new hard time come, you shy away from it. Right. Or you feel like you can't. Or you feel like you don't have enough, you know? And mm -hmm. Pastor talked about the enemy is afraid of our hunger and it's the hunger that'll make us continue to fight and continue to see things through. If mm -hmm. we give up, the enemy wins, right? Right. And he's not worried about us anymore and we're no longer a threat. But you remain a threat if you keep fighting, but we have to realize that the fight doesn't just stop, mm -hmm. you know? And so I really like that you pointed that out because I think that's very important and it's something that even I need to be mindful of just in like day to day with work or tough conversations that I don't even want to go into the conversation to begin with. And what I need to enter with, what I need to enter that conversation with is I've had one before. Mm -hmm. If I've had one before, I need to pull on the things that I learned from the previous one to apply to the new one. I don't know how the new one's going to go, but I do know I've been in this, in this situation before. Right. So there's no reason to be uneasy. You know, I have to just remain open to the things that I don't know are going to happen and send ten toes down the things that I know I can rely on. And that uh, just goes back to what Pastor was saying about applying the principles. Like, you mm -hmm. understand uh, you don't get all things through just prayer, so you, bas you basically don't get all things through how you see it. Exactly. But you also must apply the principles to see the thing that you want to see coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. So, I like where you were just leading to it. I'm going to let you jump back on it because I just wanted to give that clarification because what you just described is principle. It's like, hey, man, I've been here before. Now, it's not the same situation as the one before that I made it through, but I can uh, move some stuff around to make it fit this mode of the space that I'm in and the time that I'm in right now. Exactly. And so instead of having all these emotions of being uneasy, not wanting to, and focusing mm -hmm. on all the wrong things, I just need to focus on the fact that I've... I've Based on my experiences, mm -hmm. I have enough to go into this situation. Right. And the things that I can't control, I leave with God. Mm -hmm. And I just walk into it prepared. Right. You know, so that's what I like so much about what you wrote down. It just resonated with me going into this week and just day to day and friendships, our partnership, everything. I think there is something to be said about remaining resilient. Okay. So now talk to me about the enemy isn't concerned with what you can be. They're concerned with who you are now. What do you hear when you... When I speak that. What I hear is that the enemy knows that if he can get in our, stop us in our tracks today, he doesn't have to worry about our potential. Mm. He doesn't have to worry about what God has in store for us because we're not going to tap into what God has in store for us if he can discourage us day to day. Preach. And it's like you said early this week, like you just stack the days. Man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like we're stacking the days for the abundance that we know is coming. But if you can... If you don't get there, if you don't continue to stack the days and you stop at day five, but you're meant to go through 30 or 50 days, you miss out on the whole process. You miss out on the reward on the other side that's so worth mm -hmm. going through those 30, 50 days. 
pleasure. I just had to take a pause, man, because you, you just spoke so much uh, greatness in, in that little passage you just said because the resilience transcends insecurity part. I, it's some stuff that held me back that I could have easily knocked down if I just would have tried mm. in the appropriate time. Now, yeah. I ain't saying I never tried, but I might have tried a couple days later, yeah. week later, a uh, few years later when I felt like I was more in position to try. But if I would have just shot my shot at the moment, yeah. I would have I would have figured so much more out. And that's what most of us don't do. And it goes back to what Pastor was saying when he said, you need to continue to develop discernment so you know who to listen to and who not to at certain moments. Come on. And that understanding, uh, I'm just going to unpack discernment in general. you got to have discernment just so you just don't accept and take everything as face card value for what somebody's saying or what somebody's doing. Come on. Because perception ain't the only, just because it's all you can see ain't all that's there. Come on. And Pastor talked about this today, the principle of the person. What you see me as is not all that is there to me. Come on. So, going back to developing discernment. Mm -hmm. Pastor was just telling us, man, your friends ain't always right. Your mama ain't always right. Your dad ain't always right. Your truth teller ain't always right. You got to have discernment and when to listen to them based on your circumstance and situation predicated to what they're saying now. It might not be relevant for now, might be relevant for later. Save it for later. Don't apply it to now and ruin something good that that wasn't uh wasn't supposed to be applied in this in this instance and in mm -hmm. this space. And us as humans, we do that because we get confused and we don't have our own understandings. So we get nervous and we start to pull on, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go off what he say, she say. And then when it doesn't work, now we have that excuse. Well, I did what they said. Oh, no, don't start using them. Don't use them for the reason you came up short. Come on. I, only did, I only did what they said. That's why the sermon is so crucial. And yeah, knowing when and when not to apply certain information or advice. A hundred percent. And it's like the sermon, like you said, is so crucial. Mm -hmm. And Pastor talked about being selective regarding who I give access to my ear. Mm. If I know the things that I listen to are going to plant a seed, may plant a seed, I'm going to be more mindful about the things that I expose myself to. And that might, like Pastor said, seem like I'm being stuck up, yep. but I'm just being selective because our lives matters too much to just allow ourselves to be open to just anybody or letting people who aren't a true teller hold true teller space. Right. You know what I mean? It's very important to know that I need to be so intentional and so selective with who I give access to. And beyond that, Pastor unpacked today, man. Who you connected to, and he's unpacked this in previous podcasts, but he's he talks about who you connected to. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where your future will, where your future lies. Yeah. Who you allow yourself to have access to and have people who have access to you, that's where your future lies. That's the way you're navigating yourself. Mm -hmm. And Pastor said this, just because you don't know that you're being helped doesn't mean you're not being helped. Yes. There's been times where I was like, man, this is my homeboy, that's my brother. And we just couldn't see eye to eye. Like it was just like something, some unmatchable force was keeping us from each other. Like, bro, time and when get us together. Mm -hmm. It was just a lot. Mm -hmm. The next thing I know, I, I had a epiphany one day, and I was like, man, bro, might not be for me. And I, don't, I forget what had happened, but uh, I was having something, and they always show up for me at certain points of time. And just this one instance, something simple, he couldn't show up and had no excuse. Yeah. And 
that it just something that came over me like oh man y'all might just not be in the same space mm-hmm. and place right now mm-hmm. and i got to be okay with that that was god helping me and healing my heart from heartbreak he was like i'm trying to give you a chance to separate without somebody having to blatantly come tell you i don't like you i want to disconnect from you leave me alone without you having to get that abrupt harsh yes understanding god was trying to tell you hey just gracefully leave this situation yeah just don't call them you you know call three times you ain't gotta call for the fourth just mm-hmm. let it be they'll call you back if necessary mm-hmm. but most of us no nah, i'm gonna call back one more time give it an hour he probably no they're not busy they just not in tune with you and that's okay that's all right we don't see those graces from god as helpful but when we pray for something it don't turn out exactly how we want it but we got some good we still don't find grace we like that ain't how I want it. I'll take it. You'll take it. Like, bro, we are so selective. Like, like God is just giving blessings out like pennies out here in the yeah. world. Like you, can, you can find a penny on every corner. If you just walk around the street, pennies are so insignificant, but that's what we think blessings are. It's like, ah, oh, everybody can get a good blessing. No. Yeah. It's, it's processing this. Mm-hmm. Certain people grow certain blessings through their process of how they're living themselves as the person they are. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are looking at people getting certain blessings, not understanding we don't even exude those type of characteristics. Come on. One more time, because I, I felt like Pastor Darius right there. <laughs> A lot of us are looking at people gross these certain blessings, then we're looking back at ourselves like, dang, where mine at? Knowing that we don't even exude those type of characteristics. Woo. Going back to what Pastor talking about, process, principles. You must know how to apply principles. If you want good things to happen in your life, do you know how to be a good person first? No, most of the people ain't, y'all ain't trying to listen, bro. Everybody want it, everybody want it their way. Everybody want to go to Burger King, have it your way. That ain't the world we live in. That's just Burger King, y'all. And I went there and I said no ice and I had a piece of ice in there. So I guess it ain't my way. I'm making it funny to let y'all know, even if you have it your way, it don't work your way sometimes, man. Understand that. But yeah. we ain't, we living in this life of grief and misunderstanding and mm-hmm. uncertainty because, ah, remember what happened last time? That ain't this time. Shoot your shot, man, and stop hesitating because two years ago, your shot got blocked. What about this time? Go dunk this time. Ah, oh, that's too much. That's going over everybody's heads, but I love these athletic references and I'm going to keep Passing them to y'all. Before I pass this back to Shana, I want to talk about this little unpacking I'm going to lead Shana into. Pastor said this, babe. Mm-hmm. And how do you unpack this? Have you ever looked in the mirror and been tired of you? Oof. How you unpack that? Yeah, I think there have been a lot of moments where it was like, I just want this to be done. I don't want, I don't. You know, when it's your life and you're looking around and Take me now, somebody Lord. else's. Take me now. You know, and I think it's in those moments that ironically, the only source that we turn to is God. Mm. Because it almost feels like your back is really up against that wall. Mm. Like there's nowhere else to go, you know? And what I've tried to do such a better job at in my day-to-day is not let it feel like that to tap into God. Not let it feel like there's no way out for me, but God's the first one I turn to. Whether I got to pray about it, ask for guidance, seek, you know what I mean? Look for his word. Like it's no longer it being so down low and down bad to feel like this is when it's happened to God. And that's kind of what I hear when I, when you say that, and that's what resonates with me. Mm -hmm. What about for you? Uh, You already know I, I go big and it's, it's go big or go home with me. You know what I'm saying, man? I've looked in that mirror some days and I ain't even see me. I don't know. 
if y'all keeping up with me. It's a reflection. It's called mm -hmm. a reflection, but that person in the mirror, that wasn't me. Mm. And when pastor said, have you ever looked in the mirror and been tired of you? I've looked in the mirror and it's not been me. I didn't even resonate with the understanding and unpacking of being tired of being J. Rose. Yeah. Until I, I said it out loud. Now I've had a lot of moments, man. Matter of fact, I'm just going to unpack just being an athlete. Yeah. People think, oh, man, I bet it's fun to be LeBron James. Yeah, till you get asked a million questions a million days in a row. 100%. When you got a higher expectation than everybody else and you are always judged and criticized. Everybody mm -hmm. want to be uh, Tom Brady and LeBron until you have to battle these adversities that are not put on by you, but put on by the world by how they see you. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan Rose had a hard time. Leeds, Alabama, high school All-American. Don't nobody even know where Leeds at. So beyond that, who is this young man coming out there? All-American, which y'all don't understand. Anybody that don't know classification, All-American status is as high as you get in high school. Mm -hmm. Can't go, You can't go no higher than All-American. So mm -hmm. I, I was at the highest height. Coming from the lowest low city. Like nobody knew Leeds. Yeah. Maybe a thousand people. Might, might have been 800. Might be at a thousand now. Might be at 1200 by now. But back then, nobody knew that little small place. You ride right by there. Throw your trash out right there, huh? Leeds, take this trash. But a diamond arose through the concrete. Yeah. Came out of there. So now this young country boy getting all this attention and don't even know how to... I'm still shocked. I, I can't even say my Easter speech in church without sweating and crying. Yeah. And now I'm on live TV. I turn on the news, Jonathan Rose. Yeah. I go to random places. Jonathan Rose, that's you. How? I don't mm -hmm. know you. You know me. Yeah. That takes... That's a... Pressure don't nobody want to think about right there. Everybody want to be a millionaire. Do you know the pressures millionaires under? Oh, you think you just got money to go out there and have fun with? Nah, nah, nah. Your grandmama need a little bit of that. Your cousin, uh, he on his second baby mama. He need help with his child support. Even they finna put him in jail. Oh, so much stress comes so with hot. with so much. But all we want is the result. Yeah. Not understanding the outcomes that come with those results. Mm -hmm. Hey, thank you, Inky Johnson. By the way, I, I pulled that from an Inky Johnson podcast. Results over outcomes. Outcomes over results. I forget how I went, but I'm applying it, my boy. Mm -hmm. And all that to say, going back to our main point, have you ever looked in the mirror and been tired of you? Yes. Yeah. But I didn't stop wanting to be me. Yeah. I was tired of having the whole expectations. I was tired of having to be the strongest person in my family when everybody was weak at times. I was tired of trying to be the breadwinner to create generational wealth. I was tired of trying to make sure everybody... Peace of mind was straight and everybody was okay when I wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. I was tired of showing up the best athlete every day in, day out, so that nobody have a guesstimation of what Jonathan Rose is about. You don't have to guess. It's on proof in the pudding. Turn that film on. Come out there to a practice. See me. I got tired of showing up as great. But guess what? That didn't stop me from showing up as great mm. till this day. People going to call you what they want to call you. But one thing about it, they can't tell Jay Rose what he done did to get where he at. I ain't listening to them. And why would I? What's the song, baby? You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Uh, but you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. That's it. That's the bare minimum of it. You weren't with me shooting in the gym, so you can't tell me you can fathom how, how bad I want this, yeah. how hard I work for this. Beyond that, you ain't been in these shoes, so you can't tell me what I've been through to get here. You can look at the shoes, though. They scuffed up, battered, and bruised. Yeah, you can tell a story from the shoes, but you will never be able to tell the story from my lens. That's why I felt when I heard that passage. Have you ever looked in the mirror and been tired of you? Yes, every day. But I stand on it, Lord, because I know you built me, you built me tough enough 
to endure all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's all I have. I think that's all we got. You really took it home with that. Appreciate Pastor Darius of the Change Church giving us a great, impactful message. I hope y'all go and listen to this uh, sermon on your own. Get your own breakdown, then come back on and unpack with us once again. We appreciate the support of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And like always, we leave you with this. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless. God bless.